was attacked in the study and and I, I, I lashed out at something but but it it was it was furry, it was I thought it was the dog, I thought it was Ben, but it it wasn't a dog, Ned. And and I, I'm fairly sure it wasn't Sydney. The Apocalypse Players present A Christmas Inheritance, a Call of Cthulhu 7th edition scenario by Dana McAleer in the style of M.R. James, with Joseph Chance as Edward Caster, Dan Wheeler as Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon, Dominic Allen as Sidney Wagner, and Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 6. The Holly Bears a Bark. So I, I no longer have the gun pointed at the mass of strange sequins and, and cones that I'm considering is probably something out of some kind of outre horror dream, some non-Euclidean <laughs> space that I, that I cannot comprehend. Uh, <laughs> but then I, I instantly dismiss that as complete nonsense. Uh, and then I think, good God, what, what on earth is going on? So I raise the gun, but some some part of spending some time with some big game hunters uh, out in uh, out in Pakistan springs to my mind. Well, it wasn't Pakistan then, was it? It was the Hindu Kush. Mm. Apologies uh, to everyone, um, literally to everyone, <laughs> uh, for, for quite a lot of our content. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I realise that in the, in the Great Western, we try our Great best. Northwestern frontier. I think that's the expression I'm looking for. I then go. Keep the gun with you. And I say, it's all right, Perry. It's all right. Perry. Pip. Pip. <laughs> Fucking Pip. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Stab him as well. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. You see, it's just... How many times? It's an old... It was just back in the day, old chap. It was back in the day. We used to say that about you. I'm so sorry. I just... It's old It's old form. It's... It Listen, let's just, let's drag, let's drag Wagner into your room. I, yes. Shut the door, uh, make a plan. I, I start dragging him in, but keeping the gun with me. Um, I help to sort of drag him in and, and shut the door behind us and maybe drag a, a chair or something in front of the door and barricade the door yeah. shut. There's a, there's little sort of stand, there's like two in each room. So I mean, I've never seen, one of them against I them. have never seen um, Peregrine McCutcheon in this manner before. Uh, no. Haggard, weary, blood-stained, knife-wielding. Uh, knife and I, I just, I, I start to follow his lead. I think probably for the first time in my life, I, I begin to follow his lead. Um, I would like to go to the figure that I now know is Sidney Wagner and um, do some, do see if I can do some first aid on him. Oh yeah, please. But but also while I'm doing that, I would like to make like double check that he just has one wound, like the wound from the slash, and not a wound from a stab. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen wounded animals, so I, I know the difference between an animal that's got caught on a like a, a a bit of sharp farmyard machinery compared to an animal that's been impaled by some kind of mm. trap. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna so I'll do a, a first aid roll. Which I pass. Uh, that's a that's a hard success in my first aid roll. Great. So does he get one point back? Yeah. You can have a point back, and then can I do a a natural maybe natural world roll or, or an mm, yeah. intelligence roll to see whether I can check that he's just been wounded by one 
Yeah. And I, I passed that. So um, you, you sort of check, and it's hard because of all the layers of different yeah. types of fabrics sort of all over the place, but you can't find any sort of uh, tears or rips that don't look uh, made deliberately for aesthetic effect. Um, sort of, you know, the worn jeans. Uh, well, I've uh, taken, quite, I've taken quite a lot of the um, stuff away from him to, to patch him up. To back right, 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 great. So, um, yeah, there's no blood coming from anywhere else that you can see. There's... Okay. You, you've you know you you can see the arc of the knife that you made, um, and it's not too deep, but it's there's nothing else. If if um if it's all right with you while this is happening, I'd like to just I think the pain would probably wake me up a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I, I wake up sort of half half conscious, and look at Pip and say, "It's it's it's a game. You see, you have to hide from the bear. It came up behind me, bugger and." I was ready for it, and then, now it's my turn. But I got you, didn't I? I got you. It came up behind me too, and I wasn't ready for it. It's a bear. There's a bear in the house. Is that what you're saying? I, I, I don't know whether it can be a bear, but may, may, maybe a large dog. I, do you know what, Ned? I'm, I'm doubting myself now, and I'm looking down at my knife, and the knife has blood on, but now there's mm. no way of me knowing whether... This is no, but um, you could do me a luck roll as you look down at your knife. I'm going to do a luck roll, and then I'm also I feel this pain in my wrist. That's still there. Yeah, that was kind of do... why I was asking you to do the luck roll. Ah, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not going to do a luck roll. Right, I'm, I'm just going to see my arm, and I'm going to say, Ned. Excellent. What does what does this look like to Wait, you? Wait, let me light this candle. Uh, and I, as I head over, I then realise, oh God, how foolish! Of course, I haven't loaded my shotgun. We were in transit. So I'm currently holding a completely useless weapon apart from its also quite an effective <laughs> club. But I think candle is probably more important. So then I somewhat shakily light a candle and then I head over to him. And I say... And I hold out my... What is it? Um, what is it? Yeah. So what you see is um, initially... It's super, like, it's superficial to the sense that it's quite shallow in terms of the wounding. There is some blood and there is quite a wide semicircle across the arm of what looked like quite pointed large teeth. It was a large mouth. But they're not very deep. And actually, the majority of the pain seems to be coming from somewhere within that. And you look, and in between the sort of superficial teeth marks, there is a set of, quite, it's quite plain that um, a small well, not necessarily small, but an average-sized human mouth the prince of human teeth within these other teeth has bitten into your arm and that's what's really giving you the pain. Oh God, that's horrible because I saw the big teeth and it gave me a sense of relief right. that it was at least a, a creature that I had attacked and now I've seen the small teeth and it confirms my worst fears that I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think I want to share with Ned. Hey, look. Maybe there was a child in that room. Sharks have multiple layers of teeth. Maybe it's just a shark. A land shark. <laughs> a land shark. A land With shark. different sets of teeth. Oh, yes. The famous Victorian land this, shark. This is a totally different red letter day. Hunted to extinction, of course. Hunted to an extinction, shark. as we're about to do. <laughs> um, oh, God. So that's. It used to be you couldn't move across the fence without coming across a land shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you find, anyhow. The meat was too sweet, too tender. People <laughs> ate more than they could farm. Oh, land shark. <laughs> 
I remember my pappy gave me a land shark for my fourth birthday. That's my first memory, that is. Oh, is that... Land sharks for life, not just for Christmas. You had to bite it quicker, it bite you back, and Delicious. it's got 16 different sets of teeth. Oh, aye. It's got baby teeth, shark teeth, bear teeth, human teeth, dog's teeth. Some said, Owl's some teeth. said of course, that humans tried to mate with land sharks. That didn't end well. Of course, something that a lot of people don't know is that more people per year are killed by sea bees than land sharks. This is very true. And in fact, you're more likely to be killed by uh, a cashew nut falling on your head from a balcony than you are by a land shark. (laughs) Cashew nut. I think I reel away from this wound uh, with with my gun up, now completely useless in my hand, but sort of with the presence of it being like the last club that I could get hold of, perhaps a nine iron in my mind, and I, my hand is out, almost like a sort of melodrama actor, uh, and, and I say, but I don't understand. It's like a child's mouth, and that's as far as I get. And then I, I kind of, I, I smother my own mouth with my free hand, and I stagger against the bed, and I trip, and I fall, and, and I look at Peregrine's... Well, you land on me, Peregrine's... Uh, yeah, actually, maybe I trip over. Ooh. I trip over. That's good. Yes, oh, I trip over Sydney. Therefore, I sort of fall, but I'm, I'm, my face is still. Ju- I got just enough of an angle to still, still see the horror that is passing over Reverend Peregrine Pip McCutcheon's face in a in a wave of revelation that I do not understand. <laughs> so, well, you're all sort of in a pile with an unloaded shotgun. And uh, too many hats for three people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, th- I think locked I, in a side I, room of a massive house with no lights on. I think I begin to sob at the at the realization that, uh, yeah, I was attacked, but there was almost certainly it was. I feel now it, more certain than ever that this was a child disguised as some kind of massive creature, and I st- and I stabbed this child. Yeah. And I sort of break down. Yeah, you get the sense that... Um, I mean, the, the, it's not like the bite, the human bite mark is particularly small. It's more the fact that um, it's small compared to the other teeth, which did puncture your arm. Um, and it's more the fact that when you think back, you're trying to think back to the moments before it attacked, before when you were waking up and you were still in that hazy place between sleep and waking. It had been panting, it had been licking your hand. It had been licking your hand, and it had been nuzzling into you, and it was only when you froze, realising that the dog was elsewhere hearing the bark, that it froze and turned aggressive and hostile. So it's a confusing. It is confusing, and I can't. I can't quite. There's an element of childishness to its behaviour, regardless of its power. I think that's the thing. Yeah, but yeah. also, I. I never. And the more I think about it, the more I realise I was never overpowered by its strength. No. And maybe it, that was all just some an illusion of the dark and my half sleep state that. Yeah. I I heard the, I heard the noise. I felt it, and I thought, oh, it's it's this it's this undead creature. It or seemed but huge, but you ran into a table. You winded yourself. You exactly. Fell over. And and then when I it was sort like, of oh, tripped over alive. you. And... Like maybe that was just, I was just feeling the the costume. Of course, it didn't feel alive. Uh, yeah. Can I use my psychology to assess some part of this this progress of his? Please do. <laughs> the face of horror that I'm witnessing is, is enough 
for me to reach towards my loyally, <laughs> but also kind of inspired by the military calm of my friends who I spent time with out on the northwestern frontier. Um, oh, I keep failing by a small degree. Well, what else is luck for, right, guys? Well, I, I have I have quite good psychology as well. I don't know if it's worth me because I can see the same thing. Oh, right? Are you awake now? You are. Yes. Uh, did my did yeah, my you woke me up when you staggering landed. over you perhaps woke you? I say, oh boy, d- d- all right. I'm sorry, I fell asleep <laughs> in your bed, but no need to wave a gun in my face. Fail by ten. I, I think I say, Sydney, for God's sake, help! And then I sort of stagger back to my golf bag in a bid to get my ammunition. Well, I've got a really bad bit of news for you, uh, Eddie. I've rolled a ninety-eight uh, on my sixty. <laughs> What's going on? To be fair, you have just woken up. Perry? Perry, what's going on? It's Pip! He's just, he's, got, he's gone a little bit catatonic. All right, Eddie, calm down. Pip, and I'm never Eddie! Don't call me Eddie! I say as I'm thrusting shotgun shells, <laughs> and I, I put two in, and I take another one out, and it sort of bounces off the surface. And I take another one out, <laughs> and I, that bounces off the surface. And then I take another one out, and I realise that I'm, the mistake that I'm making, and I throw one at you. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> what on earth were you doing wearing every hat that you own in my room? What? This isn't... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was this my room. This isn't the upper fourth, for goodness sake. Oh, it feels like it. Why are you all piling onto my bed? <laughs> Bundle! <laughs> you shouldn't do that with a gun, Eddie. You'll kill someone. There's a monster in the house. A beast. Oh. There, there, there oh. is some kind of creature in the house, Sydney. Sydney, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for attacking you the way I did. I What? I, uh... You did what? I, it's all right. I, quiet now. Quiet now. Shh. I thought it was a dream. Listen. And we listen. Listen. I can't hear anything. I, neither can I. I might be able to hear something, depending on whether there is anything to hear. Well, what did you roll? I rolled a regular success. Um, you hear a creak on the floor outside the door. A sort of slow creak, which sounds... And sort of cuts off as if... Uh, maybe it's just the wind shifting the house. Where's that dog? The dog has made its way into the room with you. Oh, hello. It's, it's been curled up in the corner behind the uh, the basket, so it's... Uh, of course, it probably went to... It probably was been in here with... Uh, yeah. Probably went to bed in here with Ned. It was with well, Ed. It. it did bark earlier, but it didn't manage to wake it, uh, Ned. No. Um... So I, I tell them what I heard. Shh. I heard a, a, fo- a footstep, some kind of creak outside the door. Samuel, I say and shrug at the others. <laughs> I'll raise the shotgun just in case. Don't shoot a boy. You hear a child crying outside the door. <laughs> and they go up to the door. And what's your dexterity? I'm what's your dexterity? It. Yeah, what's your dexterity? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I'm pretty clumsy. Yeah, so your speed of movement is what I'm interested in, because if if I'm hearing a child crying outside my door, I want to know what your dexterity is. Oh, 40. 60. 30. Right. So I'm over to the door, and, I'm, and I've got my gun up, and I'm raising my... As, as of course, Sydney is right by me now. And I say, Sydney, what do you want to do? We should try and speak to him. I think he's scared. I oh. tried to speak to him last night. But he ran away. I, I, I look at Pip. It is possible that I, I may have hurt him. All right, speak to him. Yes, speak to him. Um, Be kind. Excuse me, is that... Is that... 
<laughs> Amuel Martins. We're friends. We're friends of yours. Sorry. We want to look after you. Your mother is very worried about you, but we can help her find you. Now, why don't we play a little game? I'm going to ask, it's yes and no. I ask a question, and if the answer's yes, you knock on the door twice. And if the answer's no, you knock once. Do you understand? Okay, maybe I didn't explain it properly. Um, <laughs> it once for no, twice for yes. Do you understand? You hear a sort of uh, a pricking of the carpet. It sounds like a a dog almost scratching at the uh, the carpet, and then you hear a sort of very timid double. Tap. Wonderful. So my first question is. Are you feeling okay? Right. Are you scared? Is it, oh, not scared, so that's good. Um, <clears throat> uh, Sydney. Yes. Is he alone? Mishearing that, I say, are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't answer that. But I give, I, give, I give Peregrine a look, a kind of like a confused look, like, why would you ask that? Okay. Are you alive? You, there's a sort of pause and you just hear the pricking of the carpets again like claws sort of slightly pricking at the carpets I don't think he wants to answer I think I'm going to have to make a sanity check on that because it had never occurred to me that this would be not a line yeah I'd say that's fair and, 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 and on the basis of the fact that everyone else and I am now completely bought into it but it, it had never occurred to me that I might be dealing with something that was Totally. There's also the fact that it didn't answer yes or no. Yeah, yeah, and also <laughs> I've gone this far down. It never occurred to you? Really? So, okay. Subconsciously it did. That's why you asked me to come. No, I, I subconsciously, and maybe that's, maybe that's why I asked you to come, and now that's come to roost, because I failed that sentence. And he's got a loaded gun. <laughs> and I have a shotgun in my hands. But I think I'm particularly horrified by that. Because there were certain um, things in, in, in India, chaps... Mm. Suggested that there might be something in more than life. What, what is your current sanity? 62. Interest. And I failed it by 10, exactly. Ah. Rather eloquently. Okay. Um, so you do lose sanity, you lose three sanity. Sticky mm. custards. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's the silence and the non answer and the, just the idea then ringing in your head with no answer of, wait, what, the question of it being alive or not having. And these two have both encountered it and I haven't, and now. Yeah. I suddenly know there's something beyond the door. Sydney. And... Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I what? take a step back and my gun lowers. No. I said, ask it, oh. are you alone? Is, is it alone? Oh, that makes sense. Is fun. it alone? Are you alone? He's on his own. Is, is, are we sure it's Samuel? Ah, what, what was his... What was his mother's name again? Judith Martins. Right, right, shh, shh. Is your mother's name Karen? <laughs> All right. Uh, didn't think of that one. Um, <laughs> uh, how could we test this? 
Well, ask if it's Judith. But he could lie. Well, oh, but then he said no for the other one. Yes, exactly. Is your mother's name Judith? As uh, as you say, uh, is your mother's name Judith? You just in the corner of your eye um, see the barrel of the <laughs> the shotgun lowering slightly and pointing directly at the sort of door handle area, centre of the door. Um, and you hear, is your mother's name Judith? And the knock returns, no. I, I think it's fair to say that the two of you could roll a spot hidden check. 91. Oh, I fail it by six, but I'm going to spend the luck. Yeah. <laughs> so I... So you, you, you see the practised hand of a shootist click it, si- attempting to silently click back both barrels of his gun and his eyes unremitting. Oh, God. He's about to fire. Um, I, am, I, am I close enough to push up the, push up the barrel? Yeah. Push up the barrel. Yeah, I think you, so. you can try, but it'll be a it'll be a brawl. I think it'll be yeah. Because if you're steadying yourself to shoot, you're going to resist that. I imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. As as that's about to happen, I'd like to ask one more question, which is, <laughs> um, do you mean us harm? And there's a pause as Peregrine looks across as Caster shoulders the shotgun and you're waiting for the knock and instead you just hear a sort of a slightly lower it sounds like the boy crying from before but it sounds deeper and it sounds more genuine and do you actually want me to do a brawl roll but you're the only one who hears that unless uh he's crying he's crying what are you doing? Edward, are you shooting? I'm doing a brawl roll to see whether I knock yeah. it. I think, I, I think I've given pause long enough. Oh. To probably give that a bonus, I would say. How do you feel about that, Dana? I've paused. I'd, I, I'd say that's he's fair. He's given me pause, You're, so I think he gets the yeah. bonus. I get the negative. And the bonus is no good. <laughs> Edward? Um, I so failed. I've got a penalty die. Uh, yes, I failed as well. It's a, shot, it's a shotgun, yeah. so... From from your distance, it sort of blows the door half away anyway. Um, and there is a sort of... Uh, is it a double barrel or a... Yeah, it's a, it's a, classic, yeah, it's yeah. a classic, classic hunting gun. Yeah, this is what I thought. Okay, so you, you've discharged it and the sort of the middle of the door goes and the bottom panel sort of flaps over and it's just the top half left and uh, you hear a sort of shriek, a pain shriek, um as something sort of scurries away. There'd definitely the be a pain shriek from me because it was right in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Am I? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I think I'm shaking, but I'm, uh, I've given it both barrels, so then I gather up the two, yeah. the two other shotgun shells that I failed to put into the gun when I was panicking, and I, and I put them back in and I reload with a look of un- uncertainty, I think would be the... <laughs> Uh, exact description. You, you then hear a sort of another pain shriek, which seems to come from the bowels of the house. You assume not that far away, but it sounds like the same vocal pattern. This sort of this really—it's like an, an animal caught in a trap, which Peregrine you may have experience with. 
It sounds it sounds utterly distraught, but sort of just in excruciating pain. Um, but it's easily you know two hundred yards away from you within the house already. Um, Is there any so it's moving um, fast or just thinking back to the the Vegsevere and the uh, and the the hammer and, and the sickle and, and everything and mm. this new information about you know I I. <laughs> I'm vaguely probably aware about um is it uh is it the berserkers who would wear bear costumes? Uh, yes. Is there any occult connection that I could roll for here to 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 try and understand what's going on? There almost certainly is. I'm not sure how much you may have already gleaned in the study. Let me just That's really good though. Check. Yes. There 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 definitely is. There definitely is. That berserker thing was maybe what I was trying to remember. When we were in yeah. the library, and I knew there was, I knew there was some sort of connection about the the, the bear pelts and how it, like, you take on the. Is that right? I'm questioning myself. Mm. Something about that transmogrification. I did whiff oh, yeah, on do. about the other stuff around transformation of animal spirits and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh, you gave a great uh, sort of, you know, a big overview of the anthropological uh, precedents. Uh, is it worth roll? Is it worth doing an occult roll for anything, or is it? Is, yeah, would it no, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're thinking berserkers, give it a roll on history it, or occult or whatever you're. Something. There's something. Is it a boy? Is it a bear? <laughs> I rolled. Brace yourselves. I rolled a six Ooh. on my occult, which is an extreme success. An extreme success. Yes, indeed. You 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 realise you remember back to that page you found in that sort of handwritten pamphlet that Edward had pulled out, uh, with all the sort of names of bear crossed out. There were those odd images of uh, sort of headless yet toothed figures, and they had sort of circles or spheres that they seemed to be biting into. Mm. Um, and you remember the uh, I'll you, you you remember seeing. Uh, this is maybe ten years ago or so uh, in a museum. The Isle of Lewis chessmen uh, that had been found, you know, earlier on, and the fact that the uh, the rooks were uh, based on—you remember—I mean, they were based on Viking berserkers. You were a lot younger at that time, and you remember the image that's in your head is them, the teeth over the shield, oh, yeah. biting into the shield. Um, and that sort of jogs your memory into, oh, so yes, the berserkers would gnaw their shields. And you remember reading the Icelandic sagas, perhaps at school, or at least hearing mention of them. The fact that on their way into battle, the berserkers would gnaw on their own shields in this fit of, like, arcane sort of rage that they'd summon themselves into. And the fact that, yes, they did... They did summon the bear. It seemed they would wear bear pelts. They would bite their shields. But that you also think back to what what Peregrine was saying about you know what he told you about his sort of remembrance of there being no real word for bear. The word bear being a stopgap for something that there was something else that was more feared in those days, and it was so feared that the name has fallen out of linguistics. It was taboo and the brown one became the bear or Bjorn or whatever it would be. But what we're left with is that. So you have this sort of, with your extreme success, you're, you're left with this sense of, those are berserkers, the headless berserkers. Why they're headless, 
Who's to say? It seems odd that they're headless, but the spheres or circles, they must have been the shields. They look like the chess pieces. Berserkers dressed as bears. Why would they dress as bears? They wanted to summon the energy of the bear. But then that linked to what Peregrine found before your fit of madness. What if there's something else to be channeled beyond the animal? Something where this originates from. But it's all a bit of a blur, but you get all these sort of yes. thin points of... I, I, I feel like... You haven't, any of you, seen a, any shields on the walls, have you, as we've been going around? Uh, I confess I haven't been looking at the walls. Did I see anything in the dining room? <laughs> you, well, you skipped the dining room and went through the servants' entrance, as far as I remember. Oh, yeah, I, I thought I'd gone through it. Sorry, my misunderstanding. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's my descriptions going wrong. Oh, but um, they're very close to each other. But no, you didn't see anything on the walls. Um, this is a... Well, it's a sort of occupational hazard of investigating an entire house and estate. Yes, in the early hours. Five a.m. I suppose. How many acres? How many acres, Ned? Um, one thousand three hundred eighty-seven acres. Good God! Good Lord! It's a true. It's a it's a red letter day, but a different red than I was expecting. <laughs> a, a deeper, darker red. Um, the letters of Viking rule. I think I, I turn to Peregrine and I say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I, I think I let my anger get the better of me. No, I, I understand. Is that a child? This, uh... I, I say well, with my eyes shifting between madness and sanity. I, grab, I suddenly yeah. grab Pip and I say, Pip, 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 Perry, you've got to listen. Who in the Bible? In the Bible? In the Bible? Mm. The, the mm. man they call Bullhead. Who is he? Who is he in the Bible? Bullhead. Uh, Bullhead. Baldy. Bald. Baldyhead. Yes. Who is he? Who is he? Why do they pick on him? And so he let me let me get out let me get out the Bible and, and check. My, my uh, assault connected. has been successful. It's all connected. Don't you see? Did Elisha? The berserkers used to bite on their shields. <laughs> So I check and I go back to that verse, yeah. which is, so he went up to Bethel and just to check who he is in that passage. And while this is going on, I suddenly, I leap to the window and I, just, I scream, and who was the man we saw on the way here? Who was he? Who was Leif? And can you... Uh, Elish, Elisha. It was Elisha. It was Elisha or Elisha, yeah. Elish, Elisha. And um, as, you, as you jump to the window, can you just give me a spot hidden? Who was Leif? I will I dot. succeed. Forty so as you succeed, you and then you wonder suddenly why there is a singular bush of holly in the middle of the lawn, which you've never <clears throat> sort of noticed. You, 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 you're certain it wasn't there before. I, I turn very slowly and I say... There is a singular bush of holly on the lawn. And do you turn back, or are you averting your eyes? And then I and then I, I press myself against the glass and go, it wasn't there before! Um, so... <laughs> Some of that residual insanity is there still. It's, it's near the tree line. It's not quite in the centre. It's near the tree line. So it's a good couple of hundred yards away, but it's a sort of a bush of holly... And as you look, it 
it turns around. But it looks like a full tree, a full bushel, and it turns, and there's a pale patch in the center of it. Um, could you give me a spot hidden? I go to the window and get out my field glasses. I, I think I watch the door. Well, there's only half a door left, so that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, with the gun, I think I watch it. And I'm sort of torn between looking back over my shoulder and looking mm. at the door and going, what's going on? What can you see? Peregrine, you're a botanist. What what kind of bush is that? Well, it's uh, that that looks to me like someone wearing a bush. But uh, let me check with my field glasses, <laughs> um, and I I uh, have a little look and see what I can see. Did uh, you do a spot hidden, Dom? Oh, let's give it then. How deep in the bush are we talking? I got an extreme success. I got an eight. So, what? How did you do, Peregrine? I got a regular success, but I'm looking through binoculars. So Give you, me those binoculars! <laughs> your regular success on the binoculars, you sort of, you find it hard to pinpoint because, again, the only light is the moonlight. Um, and it's sort of, the lawn's very lit, and that's the only reason you can see this sort of thing, this shape, this holly bush. You realise it's holly. It is holly. Um, it's clearly a holly bush just from the, the shape. It seems sort of, the natural growth of it is obvious. Um, Sydney. Mm. You're looking for something else, and as you grab the binoculars with your... Is it an extreme success? Yeah. There's Polly. Polly? There he is. His face. Polly Ainsworth. Peter Ainsworth. Just peering out from the... the holly bush. <laughs> and it's almost as if he... Uh, it's not that he waves, but his face looks like he'd wave if he wasn't encased in holly. And as the bush rotates and disappears back into the woods... I try and open the casement on the window. I try and open the casement. You can try. What can you yeah. see? What can you see? I say as I'm, as I'm, I'm, I'm casting a, a glance behind me and then back at the door. It's Ainsworth. Ainsworth? It's Ainsworth. What do you mean? I, I push the casement open. You must be halfway to Cambridge by now. You must be in Peter! Cambridge. Peter! As you open the window, it's almost like a screen wipe. It's you. Uh, it's th there isn't the thing anymore, and it was so close to the edge of the tree line, you, you start to question yourself. But the shape isn't there anymore. I think is Peter down there. We've, we've got to. We've got to get Peter. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to make a break for it. I'm going for the door. Ooh. Wait, 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 Sydney. That that creature is still loose in this house somewhere. It might get. I, I suggest we go on. We find another. I suggest we find another room, a, a room with a with an intact door, and <laughs> uh, barricade ourselves in there at least till morning. What, what, won't we? Won't we fare better in the open, gentlemen? Wait, let's think about this. Um, Ned, th this Mister Purdue character. Yes. Could, did you say something about him living on site? He. He had a cottage, Is it the in cottage? The, on the estate. Yes. But it, what, it, you, you saw something out there. You said it was Polly. We're going around blind. Peter Ainsworth. It was Peter Ainsworth in a bush. And I, I don't remember Peter very well, but I certainly remember he was known for never being seen in a bush. <laughs> that was yes. one of his things. Yes, that does seem unlikely. <laughs> was it a joke? Polly? Holly? I don't understand. We're but the point is, we're going in blind here. We don't know these 1,000... 378 acres, whatever it is. 87. Right. Even worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. 
even, even more to search. Very good point. Um, That's a whole barn. But it seems to me it's quite clear that your ancestor, this Coldwell character, Indeed. has spent an awful lot of time understanding the etymology of bears and collecting Norse knickknacks. All we've got to go on is a half-remembered school lesson about um, vocabulary and finger sandwiches and one trip to a museum to look at some chess pieces. I think we need to get down there. If this Mr Purdue has been working here his whole time, he will have surely have gleaned something about Mr Coldwell's activities and understand something about the, the situation in this house. Because judging by the stuff that's in that study, this situation has been going on for a lot longer than tonight. So I say we get down there, we drag him out of bed and get him to explain himself and maybe give us a clue as to what the hell we're supposed to do about Peter Ainsworth being a bloody hollybush and a child going round terrorising us. Well, listen, listen, Pete, Peter Ainsworth is supposed to be back here tomorrow. My fez is out there. But wait, isn't that exactly the problem? The tree was across the road and we all thought it, didn't we? And I look at them both flicking my eyes from one to the other and then back again and then to the other again and I say if he was supposed to have left the house only moments before I mean what was it he said an hour or a couple of hours before he would have had to have hit the tree what if this was all an elaborate trap what if Mr Purdue has been in on it from the start why would the tree have been brought down in the first place and yes I'd completely forgotten about that wretched tree (laughs) And having to sit and listen to that stupid man. Peregrine, what do you think? I, I, I think he's onto something. I think, I think Sydney is onto something here. I, it, it feels like he may be onto something in terms of there being some kind of trickery or conspiracy. But but I don't know. I don't know why you would jump to the conclusion that. William Perdue, who seemed like a perfectly nice man, would be behind it. Hello? Could be Hello? You you suddenly hear uh, the voice of William coming from the, uh, near the front doors. Hello? That's him. Gentlemen. He's here. He's here very early. Can I help you? I I heard a... A gunshot. I heard a gunshot. And I I was worried... How much? Uh, gentlemen, I'm sorry to disturb you. Yes, it's all right. No, no, thank you for coming. No, no. Ah, uh, we'll, ah. And you hear come his upstairs, feet come up. up the stairs. He's, he's coming listen, up. Listen, quickly, just before he arrives here, I I don't think that he is... No, 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 I, I was going too far with that. kind of Machiavellian... No, no, but I think he may know something that he's not telling us. And you hear his footsteps pacing closer to the or at least left of the door. Or certainly maybe shed some light on the situation. Ah, coming in. We are just talking about you, actually. He he sort of, you see him look down at the what's left of the door. He sort of turns the handle. Never mind that. Just come in. He's like, my goodness, gentlemen, what what on earth? Who? What's, what's been happening here? Can, we ha- I, we have I'm reason s- to believe there's an intruder on the grounds. My goodness. I, uh... Well, I shall. Uh, well, I should have brought my gun with me. No, no, it's all right. You stay here with us. Can yes, I do? Yes. Can I do a psychology roll on him to see what I gauge his reaction to that news to be? Yeah. Whether he's surprised, act genuinely surprised. Or yeah. Whether. Please, please do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I get, I fucking get you, Purdue. You, you may have got Peregrine on side. <laughs> I've got eagle eyes. Just that's fifty-five on a sixty. Okay. 
So he is genuinely shocked. But there's maybe a hint of also annoyance. So it's 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 genuine shock there's an intruder on the ground, but there's maybe a hint underneath all that of also hmm. maybe as if it's not entirely unexpected. Has this happened before, Mr Purdue? Well You can tell us. We won't hold anything against you. Well we no I know, know the I, truth. My my only problem here is uh, I wouldn't like to speak ill of my previous well, I wouldn't like to speak ill of Thomas, but if I'm honest with you, some of the company he held was, well, I I, I, I disapproved myself, and uh, it's not to be said that some of them don't still live in the area. I, I don't know how much I know or how much I can say, but if there's an intruder in this room, in this house, I will help you fight them off. I... I can't imagine there would be. I I, I locked the gates. I uh, we we still have men on the gates. I don't know how they'd have got in, but um, yes. Mister Purdue, could I ask you? Have you ever seen anything like this before? And I show him the curious double bite mark on my arm. And I too will study him on this. He uh, there's a real yeah. He takes a real pause in looking over that. Um, and sort of says, uh, no, no, I have not. No. Do you know anything about where, what... Where did this happen to you? Inside the house. Indeed. <laughs> and he curses under his breath. Now remind me, um, remind me, dear man. When did you say Peter Ainsworth left? But, but, but an hour before you arrived. And down the, down the road that would have taken him... Um, well, I, I don't know which way he went. He, well, I... I didn't see him leave, but uh, whichever way he went, I I assume the carriage must have taken him. Uh, well, he's he's not been back since, has he? So I I know you told me about the 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 tree blocking your path, but he well, must have. Let us be clear. Did you you didn't see him enter a carriage? No, no, no. Well, I saw the carriage arrive, and I and then I spoke to uh, Mr. Ainsworth, Peter Ainsworth, mm-hmm. and then he told me to go and tell the staff to go home. Since it was nearing Christmas, and they might have work to do of their own, or spend time with their family, and I, I went in to do that for him. And by the time I'd come back out the front, he'd left. I assumed he went down the the main track, but uh, I, 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 of course, I believe you. There was a tree there by that point, so perhaps for some reason they went down the uh, the route you came up the uh, down the cow track. But I don't know why they would have done. Who was driving the carriage? Oh, I, again, I uh, I don't know. It could possibly have been Adam. I well, Adam, you would have known from. He wasn't he who. Uh, he was driving us. Yes, yes. At the same time. The oh no, no! It can't have been Adam then, can it? I couldn't see him in the darkness, but uh, I mean, there's 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 a few fellows around here who drive the the carriages, and it wouldn't have been. Liz- perhaps it was his father, Tom Partridge. If I might just. Take a moment to. Um, I, I I don't want to speak out of turn, and maybe I'm an, uh, an a naive man when it comes to uh, to human behaviour. I, uh, but I I think it's important that we don't jump to any conclusions and start accusing people who 
are potentially our friends and allies. Oh, yeah. So, well, I'd be with of, you on that, sir, of course. Of, 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 of things that... There have been some strange goings on tonight. And well, so I hear. I don't think there's any, there's any reason to suspect people who we think of as our friends. No, I, I don't blame you. I count I you say. as one of them, Mr. Perdue. Well, I believe that you are... I believe that you are sincerely uh, saddened by what's happened to us. I am. You're keen to help us. I I like to think of myself as a good man, sir. And although, you know, I'm only a worker about these places, I I knew Thomas and I loved him as I could as a friend and as a a servant. But And yes, I, I disapproved sometimes of the people he kept track with, but... I never judged him for it, and I think we shouldn't judge our friends. I, I don't think that's appropriate. But What, I, what kind of people did he keep that, that could cause you any sort of moral objection? Well, well, people without any moral objections, if I'm being completely Do you mean frank. he was... Go on. He had peculiar proclivities of a neurotic nature, or is this more... Well, 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 well I, I wouldn't know anything about no esoteric natures. I, I'm from it, London. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> We I speak heard. more openly about these things. Um, I see. Well, some of us do. Well, technically, <laughs> Biggleswade, a very loose set there. I have um, heard about Biggleswade, yes. Terribly loose. Yes, mm. yes. Um... But what I'm trying to narrow down is: yes. Are you talking about moral in the in the broadest sort of in the sense that anyone might find it sort of a little oh, a little risque what the company he was keeping, or is it actually more sort of um, deeply uh, well, I, objectionable to, to people? Well, is I just it, I, are we talking I, about are we talking about people who are uh, perhaps members of the occult? Well, 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 I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I, I would call myself a Christian. I would call myself a Christian man, and he sort of nods towards Peregrine, and sort of does a sort of again. It's not quite the right. It's <laughs> sort of halfway between a genuflection and sort of swatting a fly away from his face. But he. Um, I suppose what I'm asking is: this a social objection or is it a religious objection? Well, I, I just mean you asked me for my honest opinion as a friend, sir, and I, I would mm. give it to you, but I would not insult my. My master, Thomas Caldwell. You needn't worry about that because he is dead and I can commune with the dead and I can tell you he's not here right now, so he won't hear you. I see. I, 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 I see. So you, you can tell us in confidence. Apologies, Sydney, but without wanting to put too fine a point on it, <laughs> this man is not your master. I am. Yes, sir. What he said? Yes, sir. Of course, sir. And, well, and by way of instruction in, in the most positive of aspects, and yes. perhaps with a new spirit in mind. Yes. Might you assist us in these inquiries as best you can? Of we, course, We sir. fear that there is a creature or person imitating a creature, perhaps, I say looking at the others, in this house, mm. attempting to scare us out of our wits. And your, your assistance would be invaluable. It doesn't seem like he's being evasive necessarily, but it's, you know, bearing in mind he's only just met you all this evening and he has a sort of decades of experience with his previous master. So in terms of loyalty, yes, he knows Lee. Could you give me a persuade role or a... Persuade, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think it it's not, probably it's, it's, has it's, to be. Unless it's not great. It's, 
but do I potentially can could I could I pitch to you a bonus die? Please do, yeah. On the on the basis of right. the fact that I have many other social skills. <laughs> but persuade is not that high. I think you could I think you could argue a, a bonus die by virtue of the fact that you are I, and his I'm also master. the master. Yeah. So, what I was gonna pitch, yeah. That, that adds it and also the fact that earlier on you've already sort of cowed him in the sense of ownership. Yeah. So you have that already. So now the sort of added value of potential friendship and moving on in the, I'd say, a bonus die is, yeah, that's valid. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Keeper of the Arcane Law. Christ. Um, if that doesn't work, I'll put my fez on. Uh, oh, I've done, I've done well on the bonus, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I've, I've had an excellent success on my persuade. So you're saying to him... Uh, I'm saying... You will please do help us with this problem, uh, and, and I suppose if there's an addition to add regard, regarding what I just pitched, uh, mm. is particular particular to me and perhaps to us is this idea that Peter Ainsworth was here, he left, and he definitely has nothing to do with him, mm. having left. Yes, no, 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 sir. I. Mr. Ainsworth, he's he's. I I don't know him as well as you, as I said, but uh, because we are, you know him well, and you trust him, and I I've only met him a couple of times, and I trusted him. He was always very kind to me. We're very in concerned. terms of Thomas. Yes. yes, I yes, he sometimes had gatherings um, with people that I disapproved of. If I'm honest with you, as you've asked me to be, I can only be as honest as you asked me to be, and you've asked me to be fully honest, and I. Uh, there were people arrived, and the things they said, which just cut me to the bone as a Christian man, which I, I didn't believe that. And I, I thought maybe this is London folks. This is just city folks coming down here. This is what they're all like now. But having met you, gentlemen, I know that's not the case. And there are still civilized people out there. But uh, would you give us an example of something they said, or is that just too abhorrent? Well, I, 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 I don't know if I can repeat it, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously... It was just general that they were blaspheming left, right, and center, and they seemed to be going out of their ways to, I don't know, provoke something, some reaction from uh, from him above. Some. May I ask these um, these gatherings? Were yeah. they just social, or were they to a purpose? Well, I don't know what purpose they could have, but uh, they were always at the same time of year, yes, and they right. they, they were always uh, some of the same faces would always turn up. And but did, oh, yeah. did did Mr. Did Mr. Coldwell just sit around and have you know port and cheese with them, or, well, no, no, or did no, they no, go no, into another they'd... room and take their clothes off? And they'd, oh no, no, now sir, 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 please. There was nothing like that. I read about it in a book. He was a he was a good man. He was a good master and. He's not to be mocked. Um, I wasn't mocking him. I'm just curious as to what his exact objectives were with these well, gatherings. Well, I don't know. I assume entertainment, sir, but entertainment of a kind I can't enjoy. And maybe it's because I'm not as advanced. But Mr. Purge, you, you, please, you know, calm yourself. You've been incredibly helpful yes, so far yes. to us. Uh, Tell me, you said they came at a particular time of year. Mm. What time of year would that this be? This time of year, yes. Mm. That's not totally surprising. Saturnalia. Saturnalia. And that's another. What? Yes. When you heard them speaking and blaspheming, as you say, were they always speaking in a language you understood? No. Well, 
barely off and I can understand the English they were speaking. Sorry, I, you know, I, I, I only understand the, the local dialects, you know. And but did they, did they speak any language that sounded like it might have been a, an ancient language like Latin or...? I, I don't rightly want to say, sir. And he sort of, Did they say words that seemed foreign to you? I think you might need to do a persuade role as well. Or some sort of charm role or some I mean I'll try charm. You can you can pitch me charm. He's I think he's quite flustered here. He's sort of surrounded by the three of you. I'm going to try I'm going to try and use my uh sort of um my professional sort of mm. uh it's not really charm, it's more... Uh, I think that's probably the closest I have. Charm or maybe psychology to be... to do my... Uh, what I would do to someone in, uh, in, a, in a professional situation if they came to me with a problem. Mm. And I, you know, try to be as comforting and as calming as possible. It's actually not something that I'm the best at, <laughs> but I'm going to roll against my charm. He's better with plants than people. Yes. I'm better with plants. I can talk to plants quite well. <laughs> Japanese peace, Lily. <laughs> Yeah, I have not been particularly charming there, but I'm going to push it. Well, I, I could I could help here because uh, I am actually I am actually quite charming. I feel like I could intercede because he's clearly getting agitated by. The, I feel like I could intercede, put my arm around him, and go, "Listen, old chap, I'm sorry about this. We're we're bombarding you with questions because we've had a terrible spook. But the thing is, you know, you can tell we're not trying to." You know, do anything untoward to the memory of your previous. We're just, we're just no, no, to no. get a get an understanding. You know, it is. I'm sure we'll all be laughing about this in an hour or so. <laughs> so, you know how it is. We listen. Tell us what you know, and we'll all do it over a over a nice breakfast mimosa. Yes. What about a brandy? I've got some brandy in my bag here, and I go. Fabulous idea. Do you like brandy? Well, well, I, I, yes, why not? I, I, anything like <laughs> uh, that. Cracking stuff. I slap him on the back. Um, so, go on then. We, we, what sort of, yeah, go on. Were, were there other languages that he spoke? Well, they, 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 have you, you so, yeah, please. That <laughs> tick. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted you to succeed, so I didn't want to even well, ask. Well, I could put... I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it by... Um, I'm okay. going to push it by going, here you go. Let's go. It's Christmas after all. And I put the capuchon on his head. Well, you should get into the spirit of things. And I, and I, and I say, as I, I'm pushing my charm roll by saying, I realise that he's got no idea about Church of England, difference between different branches of the church. So I say... Imagine you're in confession. You can say anything in confession <laughs> yes. and it goes no further than here. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, so true. Merry Christmas. That's more like it. 36 on a 50 over I've here. Succeeded. So, I've succeeded in mine as well. I've got a nine on a Just as a full stop on yeah. that, a, a glass of brandy gets thrust into his masked face <laughs> as he's wearing this hat. And I go, brandy? Looking quite wild-eyed. <laughs> The poor bastard. Weird, weirdest fucking confession anyone's ever seen. <laughs> Got a party hat on. That's brandy. He's sort of there with the, the fucking hat on and the, <laughs> the, the glass in his hand and the, everyone's sort of crying around. Oh, well, he does seem like... It's like you've... It's atrophied. <laughs> he's just... Attrition. It's a war of attrition. He's given it... like, And he's just going to be honest with you now, it seems. Um... So well, 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 sir. Sometimes they would speak different languages, yes, and 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 and, and I don't know what what those languages were, but they 
Well, I can tell you, I'm I'm not a stupid chap, and there was more than one. I can I can tell you that more than one that I didn't understand. But mm. you know, when they 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 do their little ceremonies down at the folly, and they'd you know process amongst the lawns, and 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 of course, you know, the maze was always well. I think they'd they'd end in the maze before brandies or whatever it was, and we'd. <laughs> I'm laughing like that with my teeth clenched. <laughs> Are you all right, there, sir? The follies and the maze. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think Mr. Wagner's fine. I say, putting my tentatively putting my hand on Wagner's forearm. I take the brandy off him, drink half of it, and give it back. And and so these yeah. these gen- these gentlemen and ladies were they I, they were foreigners, Dutch, Slovaks, that sort of thing. Well, no, no, no. I, well, I wouldn't know about that. There were some foreign pe- folks there, but. <laughs> There, there may have been just people from the. Believe you, me, believe the you me. They're the most. They're the most likely candidates. Um, yes, who's Lawrence? Oh, no, I believe you. Sorry, yes. I think you're right. Yes. Who's Lawrence, by the way? Ah, yes, Lawrence. Lawrence. That's a good. That's where, good where on earth did you hear that word, Lawrence? Uh, I think I saw it written, written down somewhere. Yes. Well, uh, well, uh, well. You've been. Well, of course, uh, Edward. You must have been studying. That, sorry, Mr. Caster. You must have been. You're sort of having a bit of that. You must have been uh, studying your family tree, of course. You've been studying. Yes, Lawrence was. Uh, yes, he's your descendant as well. He, he well, he was. Uh, he was old John. He was Jonathan's father, and Jonathan was Thomas's father. Lawrence Coldwell. Yes, yes, the son of the man who who built this place. Yes, and he built the maze, did he? Well, uh, well, I think around his time he must have done. Yes, it was. Bartholomew Caldwell, of course, who set down the, 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 and 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 then Lawrence's son finished it for him, and they're all there in the family plot, of course. That that must be where you found their names. Yes, that's right. And that's the yes. where is the family plot. That's the temple, is it? Oh well, just past the stables, of course. Well, you must have been looking earlier, and uh, yes, well, I've had a well, drink. That's Lawrence. That's Lawrence for you. Yes. Just past the uh, stables. Have you ever been in the maze? Have I? There's a map uh, for it, is there? Of course I have. Uh, well, you know, no, no, no. There isn't the a map. Key? There's it, normally like, a key, like you always go left after the second turn or something to get is to Is there it. a key? Is there sorry, I, I, I only do what I was paid to, and that's trim the, the front passage. But you must you, go away through if you, if you get lost. Pardon, uh, I beg your pardon? Well, you, tending to the inter- internal side of the maze, you must know the way through, otherwise... Oh, oh yes, yes. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood you, sir. Yes, yes. There's, so, there's a pattern to it. Oh, what's the pattern? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can... Get a pen I've, out. See, I've, I've been asked to write it down before, and I'm not sure I know how. I I have to do it by feel, really, sir. Oh, well, I think I think that would be a marvellous thing to do after a bit of breakfast. It'd be a oh. caper, wouldn't it? Oh well, absolutely. I mean, the the, the inner. I agree. I think that would be a that would be an excellent thing to do as soon as as soon as we have some light. Well, well it needs a bit of a trim on the inside anyway. Uh, so uh, yes, that would be marvelous if that's what interests you. I have a passion for garden puzzles. <laughs> I'm sure, well, I can tell by your hats, sir. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh well, well, thank you so much for the drink, sirs. And. Well, I tell you what, and he sort of looks towards the door again and suddenly goes quite stern, realises, like, something's really upset you, and he says, uh, can you tell me anything about what it was that you were shooting at? I presume we all just look well, at each other. <laughs> yeah. All I can tell you is that it is very likely the same creature which left this mark on my arm. 
That's what I thought. Is there anything about this creature that you know that you're not telling us, Mr. Purdy? Well, I don't know. I I suspect it ain't no creature. I suspect it's just troublemakers, but either way, I'll hunt them out of the house for you. If it's who I think it is, they've already left. Who do you think it is? Someone not worth mentioning, someone not with a name. Oh. Reprobates. That's all you need to know. No. Do you mean adults or children? Oh, well... When do you start to distinguish between the two? Mm, a good question. A fine, fine point you make. Old school friends as we are. I've known, I've known children. What was wise as, wise as, Cre- wise as the oldest man Alice. I've met. And perhaps this is the opposite of that. But either way, I, uh, I saw a man on the road on the way here, and they called out a name to him, the name of Leaf. I'll look after the place, sir. Don't you worry about that. Have I hit on something? Is it? Is it? This man leaves. Please don't press say? that, sir. Please, I'll. I'll make sure the place is immaculate for you, and I'll make sure there's no one here. And we'll we'll search the maze tomorrow. But please don't press me on that. And he looks quite upset, almost. Would Would a psychology roll glean anything else, or is that like the most? Give it a go. Have some breakfast, my dear man. Uh, Thank you. My friends and I have had little sleep, and nor have you. Well, yes, quite. Um, I succeeded on my psychology. So it seems like there's an element of the last few questions, the last few interactions between you and him. You've you've gained his trust, and he's there drinking with you, and he's a bit pissed, and you're you're all a bit tired, and you're all sharing the shared atmosphere of, you know, when you get to that point where you're like, yes, we can talk about these things. But as soon as you mentioned Leaf... um, he shuts down slightly, and he's sort of like, well, 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 yes, of course, and he tries to just shut the conversation down, but you can sense there's, would there be a sense of perhaps sadness where you, where you wouldn't have expected it? Mm. Sadness isn't the thing you expect when you're <laughs> mentioning a strange face peering out of hedgerows, right? Um, but that's the impression you get with that role. Um, and uh, upon this agreement to perhaps meet at breakfast and uh, go through the maze and uh, you seem to have won William's trust and obviously he was indebted to you already just from bondsmanship but uh, you seem to have uh, <laughs> got him on side um, William, may I ask you one final favour? Of course, sir You've had a decent night's sleep, have you? I, I make it, uh, by my watch, I make it just gone five in a month. Oh, yes, sir. I, I, I often get less than that. Would How would you feel about staying here now and keeping watch over the place while we all get a small amount of shit? Oh, yeah, well... I, had rather a disturbed night. I was going to suggest it myself, sir, of course. I wouldn't let you... Uh, I was just going to uh, light a few candles by your door here and then just go through the house room by room. Well, there's only one entrance and one exit, and whatever, whether it be dog or troublemaker, what what jumped you in the dark? Uh, I can only apologise. I wouldn't blame Mr. Ainsworth. He he wasn't to know, but he was the one who sent the staff home. And, uh, you know, of course, <laughs> where there's space, mischief will happen. But uh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look after you. Don't worry about that. And uh, if, you, if you can just stay up for ten minutes... Uh, at the most, I'd fetch my gun and I'd have the house top to bottom searched. 
That would be very kind. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Perdue. Excellent. So and you seem to have uh, recruited him on a slightly deeper level than you had before. Um, That's good news. Or, or is it? Or is it? Before I go to bed, once I go into my room, there's one last thing I'd like to do. Please. I'd like to take one last look out of the window towards where I saw that holly bush. Yes. Just to make sure it's definitely not there. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, no, there's no holly bush there. There's, uh, but at the same time, with all the excitement that's happened since, you can't help but think, well, some of the boughs are hanging lower than others and they're casting slight shadows and the edge of the forest is somewhat jagged, but, uh, there's nothing like what you saw there before. Um, yes. Whether or not, you know, I mean, you were hungover already and you've then been awake for about 30, however many hours. And you went mad and then went sane again uh, <laughs> and then started seeing holly bushes. So uh, who's yeah. to say? I, I think I might accompany William down to the front door mm. with my shotgun. Great. Uh, it, since the other two seem both satisfied and dissatisfied by their lines of inquiry. Um, mm. And because he's going to head back and get his own gun and patrol and all, all those things seem to have been agreed with as, as brokered by the Reverend. Um, mm. and, and as we get to the front door, I say to him, you were, you were close to Thomas, weren't you? Oh, Thomas, I, I was so, yes. And he was a good master to you. Yeah, absolutely, sir. He, well, uh, sometimes it was only the two of us in the house for a year, year at a time mm. until the festive season. And, of course, yes, we we only had each other for company, so, uh, yeah. And he had his curious ways. <laughs> As do we all, I suppose. I don't know what mine might be, but he certainly did. Uh, but I knew him to be a good man. Well, I can't say fairer than that. Well, so few of us can. <laughs> Quite right, sir. Well, I think it's best that we get some rest. Quite right, sir. Um, he, uh, well, I, I, I'll jog back to the cottage. You'll hear me pacing up and down the the corridors imminently, I'm sure. But I'll, uh, I'll give you a call just so you know it's me. And uh, I'll be here. Don't you worry about that. I'm a good shot, One sir. One more thing, William. All right. Man to man. Not as yes, not as master to servant, or indeed groundskeeper to lawyer, but just as right. you and me. Yes. Have there been other children in the maze who've never returned? Not so much as I can help it, sir. Not so. I would never allow it. I would never allow a child to so be much harmed as on you... my watch. I would never allow a child to be harmed on my watch, and uh, his eyes well up slightly. As he says that. Very well. Thank you, sir. You'll find us in our room. And he sort of uh, makes his way outside. And uh, up in up in Peregrine's room, I uh, I'm sort of calming down, and everything feels like it's those nightmares of the of the past few hours are sort of passing. And I go over to the window and I just crack it open a bit. Uh, which is a habit, so I can hear the dawn chorus, which I'm sort of expecting really any minute now. Mm. And then I, I carefully fold my clothes and climb into bed. And just as my head hits the pillow, I have second thoughts and I climb out of bed and I close that window.
and I go and I lock my door mm. and I get back into bed. Um, <laughs> should the dawn chorus have started? Well, let's see what time of year we are with December and it's about five. Probably not. Just interested. Yeah. Um, and I mean, maybe I should do a little listen just in case I heard any birds. Well, yeah, exactly. Just, just at the window as he, as he gets hold of it before he's about yeah. to close it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I've succeeded on my listen roll. So you sort of suspect maybe it was probably about half five now. Maybe there'd be the starts of willow warblers or whatever might be the first to sort of uptick on the... Uh, you don't hear that. You hear a sort of a really thin sort of sort of breathy whistle, almost a flute, from outside your window. Um, and it might be nothing. It might just be the wind in the awnings. But, uh, you know, there's a, there's a hint of light in the sky. But anyway. I definitely shut my window. <laughs> you don't look out. You just shut it. No, I shut it. And you avoid looking at where it might be coming from. Yeah. You succeed in that. And I'm sure you all have a lovely night's sleep. This was an Apocalypse Players production. For more information about the podcast, go to apocalypseplayers.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>